listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. North of Zero by Slippin' Mickeys Chapter 3 The Campfire How long have you been following me? Scully asked him as she helped him pass the boulder that had bordered the path. William glanced at her, then kept his eyes downcast. About five days, he said, and she paused for a moment, taken aback. She and Mulder were normally very aware of their surroundings. They'd left their cabin a week ago to do some trading and hunting. There weren't many survivors in this part of the country, though one did have to be careful of the faceless men. And the apex predator populations, no longer in competition with humans, had come roaring back. There was a lot to watch out for. The man that's with you, he went on. Is he your husband? Scully chuffed a small laugh. Something like that, she said. Did you know each other, he asked. Before? Scully nodded. We've been together a long time. The boy nodded at this, as if digesting. He calls you Scully, he said. Is that your name? It's one of them, she said. I haven't met many couples, William said, getting more talkative, amongst the survivors. It was summer, and they made love by the moonlight. Scully was on her back, the wash of stars and the firmament above them and even backdrop to Mulder's face, his eyes closed, the sheen of sweat on his brow, a bronzed orange in the light of their campfire. Scully was just coming down off a lazy, blossoming orgasm, and Mulder was on the brink of his, the snap of his hips increasing in speed and pressure, his breath hitching and quick. He lowered his head to her shoulder and moaned her name, and she could feel him pulse inside of her, a reassuring warmth. She trailed slow figures on his back as his breathing slowed, her fingertips lightly connecting the moles that speckled along the plane of his back into the shape of the constellations above them. First Ursa Major, then Minor, then Orion. The snap of a twig nearby hit like a slap, and Mulder slid out of Scully and leapt to his feet, his hand already wrapped around the rifle that they always kept close by. Scully rolled to her knees and self-consciously draped the blanket they'd been laying on, pulling it up to cover herself, Puritan impulses still thick in the brain. It had been nine months since the invasion. Standing in the edge of the firelight was a man in a red flannel shirt, his pants grimy and soiled and beyond recognizable as an old pair of blue jeans. He had a bandage wrapped around his head, still bright with blood and covering one of his eyes. The other eye was nearly swollen shut. He took one more step toward them, more of a limp than a step, and Scully noted that he looked emaciated and lean. Is someone there? His scratchy voice called out. I smell wood smoke. I can't see. Mulder connected eyes with Scully, and she gave him a nod. Yes, Mulder said, donning a pair of pants and pulling a soiled Henley quickly over his head. There's a fire ten paces in front of you. Are you armed? No, the man said, staggering forward, pulling back only when he got so close to the fire that Scully was afraid his next steps would be into it. 
He fell to his knees. Scully quickly dressed and scanned the edge of the firelight. Are you alone? she asked, and the man's head snapped at the sound of her voice. Yes, he said gruffly. Are you injured? she asked then. Their medical supplies were meager, having lost the majority of them when Jones absconded with them in the night after the disaster in Toronto. Do you have food? the man rasped. A little, Scully said, then repeated. Are you injured? He held up his hands as if in supplication, and Scully looked closer. There was blood oozing out of several tears in his shirt, the red blending into the fabric. Mulder moved to their packs and pulled out a protein bar, and Scully watched as he approached the man cautiously, the man licking his lips like Pavlov's dog at the sound of crinkling wrapper. Here, Mulder said, and pressed the protein bar into one of his raised hands, wrapping the man's fingers around it before stepping away. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.